Welcome back to another episode of Finding Faith with your host, Ian Alexander Tash. On this episode, we're interviewing Pastor Stuart Drake of Westminster Presbyterian Church here in Bakersfield, California. I just finished interviewing Pastor Anne for my last episode before I headed over to Westminster. I got a ride to the church, and as we pulled up, I noticed a very nice campus. I would find out that this campus was used for quite a lot of things, from preschooling to even hosting another faith entirely, an Anglican church. I was also very warmly greeted. Both Kelly, the administrator on site, and Pastor Drake were very welcoming, very kind. They'd even laid out a whole smorgasbord of snacks for me to enjoy. I snacked on some grapes while discussing some matters with Pastor Stuart Drake, mainly about my career in education, and it was a very nice conversation. He seemed very genuine. And, well, this is the interview that I did with Pastor Stuart Drake of Westminster Presbyterian Church here in Bakersfield, California. I hope you enjoy. Would you like to introduce yourself to the listeners and tell them a little bit about yourself? I'm Reverend Stuart Drake, a pastor of the Westminster Presbyterian Church. I've been a pastor for many, many years. Became a pastor 24 years of age in the Presbyterian Church, and I've pastored in different places and different sizes of churches. God has blessed me in many ways, and I'm married to Elaine for 46 years. So that, we were married at 18 and 19, so that tells you my age. I have two children, a Joshua and Sarah. Joshua is a pastor, our son, and Sarah is an administrator of McFarland out there in McFarland, the community office and sort of the state. So we're blessed and we've been in Bakersfield for over five years and love Bakersfield, California. Oh, wow. Five years, huh? So what brought you out here to Bakersfield? Well, we wanted to be near our kids. We had a really good church in Kentucky and then we had one in Colorado and then one in North Dakota. We're an 800 member church, but our kids lived out in California. So we decided to just shop around California. And this, this several churches opened up, and we liked this one very much. We're near our kids there up in Stockton. Oh, okay. Stockton. Yeah. A lot closer here than North Dakota or anywhere. <laughs> yeah. Oh, yeah. Well, well, that's wonderful. So now you are here at Westminster Presbyterian Church. Yes. Out of my own curiosity and for the curiosity of anyone who's listening into this, what is a Presbyterian? Right. Well, the Presbyterian Church came from the Reformation, the 1500s of Martin Luther and John Calvin, and it was a return to the Bible. So they were, went back to the Bible, not tradition or not made up stories of the religion. So it was man-made tradition was out because it, it was so different and it was the origin was man, not God. So it was a return to the Bible. And John Calvin is the kind of the head who organized the Presbyterian Church. It was part of that Reformation, Lou, as the saying goes, of getting back to the first church of the New Testament. <laughs> and that's, that's the way it stayed for many, many years. The Presbyterian Church of State is a Bible-based, Christ-centered New Testament church. So that's what the Presbyterian Church is. And it has gone through changes at times, but it basically has a foundation in the scriptures. And they've been blamed for being the church of predestination, but it's really not. The predestination is just part of a doctrine of the Bible, but they've always been blamed it. The Presbyterians believe in predestination, so but you believe in anything that's in the Bible. <laughs> oh, gotcha. I see. So you're saying that it it's not that it's a Presbyterian issue, it's a biblical issue. Right, on that. Okay. Yeah. But they are right. made it a Presbyterians are the predestination people. Well, we're not. Huh. <laughs> I see. I see what you're saying. Okay. Thank you so much for that clarification. So with that being said, can you tell us a little bit about Westminster Presbyterian Church in particular then? Yeah, Westminster Church is a church that has a campus of 
other churches. And it's a congregation that's Bible-based Christ-centered and very much honoring the scriptures and has done amazing outreaches to Cambodian people. And also we do a food ministry. And also we have a very active outreach. We have a Facebook and YouTube, the sermons on that. But it's a church, they're diverse, beautiful people that believe the Bible and keep to the scriptures. We obviously lost a lot during the COVID period. Before COVID, we were church vital to 70, 90 people a Sunday. And COVID hurt that a little bit, but we're still very vital and moving forward. And it's a church that is just really committed. And we're really committed. We believe in the scriptures. We believe in the Holy Spirit. We believe also in the church has to be a fellowship of love you know, love. So if you don't love one another, then you've really failed. And if you don't come to love God, then that's not the church. Very well said. Where can people find you? They can find us on the Facebook, Westminster Christian Church on Facebook, or we have an internet connection website. And also we're in the paper every Sunday advertising our church in the local paper. But basically a church that doesn't outreach basically fossilize, as I call it. (laughs) You don't reach out, you fossilize, you know, die. Yes, yes. That uh, you're sedentary for too long, for sure. Yeah, you, you got yeah. Reach. It says go with the gospel, not stay with the gospel. <laughs> exactly. Go out yeah. to to meet people and tell people about it. And so, what time are your service? They're ten o'clock every Sunday morning, and we have an eclectic service. We have guitar, organ, piano. So we have diverse music, but it's always a thirty minute Bible based message. Great rich fellowship time. We have a fellowship time during it, passing the peace of Christ. And then we have a kind of a church where we have fellowship treats after the service. It's more than a fellowship hour. People, about 80% of the church comes to it. <laughs> they sit down, we talk about how's your week going, whether they can stay long or short. That's kind of the relate to your fellow Christian hour after the service. That's really wonderful. It's glad to hear that there's so much fellowship that goes on here at this and then, church. And then we have we have periodic series Bible studies, like I did one on Revelation. And then we do movie night. About every other month, we do Christian movie night at the church, and that's well attended. So people like Facing the Giants and Courageous and an Overcomer, that are on Dish Network now. But anyway, we watch some of the really popular, great, meaningful Christian movies. And then we've also, with the neighborhood, we've put out flyers to the neighborhood. Come join us and... We've got a couple of members from the neighborhood just to say, we're here. What can we do? What can we pray for? What can we do for you? That's rather wonderful. If you want to know God, you know, here we are. But if not, we love you and still, (laughs) you don't want to know God, you'll still love you. That's such a wonderful thing for sure. That emphasis on love, even if you don't accept, even if you aren't here. Yeah, that's, I, I feel like there's a lot of people that lose that sometimes. And so it's quite wonderful to hear. Very much, yeah. In the, in the Presbyterian Church, the founders, John Calvin, the 1500s, he was just really a brilliant man, godly. And he gave 20% of his money, John Calvin, the 1500s, it's, he gave 20% of his money to the poor, 20% to the church. You figure that out. That's 40%. Yeah. He went to hospitals during the plague. And they, they said, don't go to the hospitals, you'll die. And he still went and prayed for people during the plague. So my point is, live out your faith. Don't just have a faith. Live it out. That actually brings me to another question that I wanted to ask you with this interview. As for many people that are going to be tuning into this, are probably people that are seeking to grow their faith in some way, looking for a community perhaps, or they are looking to enrich themselves in some way with godly wisdom. Yeah. And so I would like to ask you, do you have any sort of advice for listeners that are tuning in right now, something that they can 
do or start to do, some piece of wisdom for them to take away from this. Episode. Yeah, there's really a golden four that I talk about a lot. There's a lot of things you can do as a Christian to grow, but there's the golden four. So the golden four is number one, prayer. You've got to be connected to God through prayer. And it's conversation. And that's actually what the Bible says. It's conversation with God. You can't go wrong by having a dedicated life of prayer. Second is the Bible. The Bible, Jesus spoke many times. He said, this is God speaking to you. So when Jesus said it, I believe it. <laughs> so the Bible, God speaks you actively. So get into the word of God. If you if you love someone, you want to know a lot about them, right? Well, God says, come and learn all about me. My words and my actions in the history of the world are dedicated to it. I couldn't put everything in the Bible but I put what's most essential for you to know. So that's the second golden rod that makes you close to God. But the third golden rod is worship. Come together on Sunday to worship God and be with fellow Christians. I've never known some of the backslide or go away from God that kept these three, you know, going to worship, reading the Bible or crap. I've never known anybody else and said, I don't feel God's far away. Then the golden four is serving an active love with your fellow Christian. Not that that's what you're only supposed to do. You're supposed to love everybody serve everybody. But if you love and keep and have committed Christian relationships, it really helps you grow spiritually and also helps you not drift away from God. It's so easy in our society to drift away from God. There's so many distractions, so many. But there are many ways to grow. And, you know, I've never known anybody that can, that if, what does it say? If you want to love, if you want to be loved, go out and love. So the same thing applies to Christianity. If you want to be close to God, go out and serve and love somebody. And you'll find closeness to God. So that's, I guess, that's the golden five. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Love people through service and you'll be blessed. Mm-hmm. That is truly wonderful. Thank you so much, Pastor Stuart Drake, for meeting with me today. Is there anything else that you would like to tell a listener before we wrap up this episode? Yes. Well, the main thing is, what is the faith all about? It's about a God who has so loved us that he went to the extreme devotion to us and to die for us and pay for our sins and make sure that we can come back to him because we kind of went away from him. We want to do our own thing. We want to be our own God. We want our own way. But God said, I'll crash into history and bring my son, which is God the son, and I will do everything in my power to get you to love me back because I love you always. But you need to get rid of the barrier called your separation from me. (laughs) People need to be connected to God. Like, Would you uproot a plant from the ground? Because the ground is the source of that plant's nourishment. So a lot of people uproot themselves from their very source of being, which is God. The Bible is basically all about go to the whole world and tell them the wonderful good news. That is the Bible, period, bar none. So as long as we do that, we'll do well. All right. Well, thank you so much for letting listeners learn more about you and more about the faith and the church here as well. I really appreciate it. Well, thank you. Thank you. God bless. God bless you as well. All right. What did you guys think of that interview? Are you guys ready to become Presbyterians? Which of the Golden Five do you find most helpful? Or perhaps which one do you need to apply to your life next? Do you agree with Pastor Stuart Drake's assessment about predestination not being a solely Presbyterian issue? Go ahead and give us a comment down below and follow Finding Faith wherever you listen to podcasts. I've been your host, Ian Alexander Tash, and I have faith that you'll be hearing from me again real soon. Have a blessed week, everybody. Amen.